reissue a stay-at-home order or whatever, but we will get through it, is all I know, and uh, through the help and power of the Lord. And we will do our best, and uh, sometimes individuals wonder um, why, um, you know, they, they will say, well, pastor, you don't have to obey. And then what I try to explain is that we have received letters from our insurance companies and of course Brother Bernard as well to obey the laws of the land. And uh, unless uh, of course they were to say that you have to worship some other god or or whatever that you know they would do uh, if they are it's a law that they are enforcing uh, or the insurance companies say if you're breaking the law we don't cover you uh, so um, <clears throat> there, are, there are some reasons why we try to do our best to uh, also open the house of the Lord and have a place of worship and yet I know uh, you can kind of get scalded. I read the paper somebody brought me this week of uh, how, you know, they kind of, uh, they, they don't like it if you uh, are honest about where you are and what you're doing. And yet they don't have any other solution either. And you say, well, what can we do better? Well, we don't know of anything. And so everybody is in a quandary and everybody is up, up, upset. And, and uh, yet here we are growing apostolic legacy and I uh, had a situation uh, this week we had by a hyphen Bible study and um, I uh, uh, left uh, and was on my way home and uh, brother Matthew White uh, some of the young folks had stayed here for a few moments and visiting and, and brother Matthew White called and as he was leaving uh, he happened to see uh, what looked like someone under the back stairs of the gym and uh, possibly camping there and uh, back earlier uh, this summer I believe it was or last fall we had an individual that um, was there and when uh, some of our security team sort of found it and looked at it there was a lot of needles and drug paraphernalia and other things and and so I uh, didn't know if that individual or a different one or whatever uh, was there and so he said um, uh, you know uh, I just wanted to tell you and uh, if you want me to stay here and check it out I said no that's all right I will uh, call the police not an emergency but have them come by and check it so sometime whenever they have a moment and I called um, our Newark Police Department and um, when the phone picked up it was a recorded voice that said if this is an emergency call 911 and I thought, well, calling the police, you would think they would answer. And then it said, if it's a non-emergency, and then they had a phone tree that you had to listen to and they'd decide who you wanted to talk to. And I understood it. Uh, I get the same uh, message when you call your doctor. If this is an emergency, you know, uh, call 911. Call 911. 911 and so I, I kind of had that rolling over in my mind and and it was like I found 911 in the Bible and so I thought well I need to share this because I wanted to say this is a great emergency we're in right now 
and we need to call 911. And it was a, a chapter that I had given to Brother Aaron Messina when I had talked to him about proclaiming the word. And so maybe this is proclaiming the word part three or something along those lines. But basically, we know it's ironic. 911 uh, is our emergency telephone line here in the United States. Uh, that's what we call, they don't say 911 because uh, children can't find an 11 on the phone, so they say 911. So call 911. <coughs> and of course, we know uh, that on September the 11th, 2001, 91101, uh, there was uh, uh, the tragedy that struck New York and the World Trade Centers. And yet, uh, here we've been talking about proclaiming the word, and so. I turn to Psalms 91.1. And I'm going to just make a 911 call today. Through Psalms 91.1, starting there and just going forward. Psalms 9.1, semicolon 1, if you're following along. Prayer for divine protection. Because in reality, almost... Psalms 91, uh, starting at verse 1, is a prayer of David for divine protection. Now, I, I realize that probably most of you have read or quoted some of Psalms 91 and 1. But first of all, it starts off by saying, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You know, and why do you have to hide and why do you need to get in a secret place? We all know that, you know, uh, not hide and go seek, but if, if you're being threatened, if there's something coming after you, the idea is to try to hide. And, and we felt that, you know, when, when they give out a new report of how many cases and how many, you want to just hide. You want to crawl up in your closet. You want to crawl into your house. You want to get away from all the situation. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And so you say, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. We are, as the world is, living in perilous times, in dark times. I, 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 you know, I, to be very candid with you, I hate to even have my app alert me. You know, how many more cases in Ohio? How many more in our county? How many more deaths? And I, unfortunately, I, I know the waters, uh, the grandmother passed away. Her funeral was Wednesday. Brother Chuck Ulrich gravesite uh, service was Friday. Brother Greathouse's uh, memorial service was Saturday. And I'm ready to call 911. Spiritually. And say, Lord, you know, you say, well, are you just now ready? No, I've been calling it before. But, you know, what the Bible says we, these are going to be perilous times. I, I preached that. Isaiah said, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. You don't think for one moment that we're the only ones that are going through darkness and gross darkness. That's where we are as a world and a society now. But if there was ever a time for us to call 911, yeah. now is the time. Yeah. Of course, when you quote Psalm Isaiah 90, 
6, 1 through 2, you'll notice I put three dots. Dot, dot, dot. For behold, the darkness shall cover the face of the earth. Gross darkness, the people. And then dot, dot, dot. And the reason is because that is sandwiched between two parts of the dialogue. The first part of the dialogue says, Arise and shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee in the midst of the darkest hour. I agree with what Brother David said. I'm wanting the Lord to arise and shine and let his glory shine through us. Oh, hallelujah. The darker the world becomes and the more... Uh, spirits and the more fear and the more anxiety and the more stress the brighter our light shines notice back to Psalms 91 and 1 Psalms 911 says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high the word most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty that word dwelleth Yashab in the Hebrew, it means to inhabit, to sit, to get married, to stay. Oh, in this hour, if there was ever the wind that was blowing to try to get us separated from the body, to try to get us separated from the church, to try to get us separated from each other. And I understand. I, I get it. I, I don't want people to come and endanger themselves. But log online. Send a text. Send a card. Do something. Stay connected in this hour because we've got to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. We've got to marry ourselves to the Lord. We've got to inhabit the presence of the Lord as David was would say I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord I'd rather sit out there as a doorkeeper than to be anywhere else I know where the presence of God is <laughs> what, what Paul wrote in the, to the church of Ephesus in Ephesians 2nd chapter 6 verse hath raised us up together and made us to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That means to sit together, to dwell together. <laughs> Hebrews, the first chapter, God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spoke in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, who hath appointed, he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, the Creator, who being the brightness of his glory and the expressed image of his person, and upholds all things by the word of his power, when he by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the Master, Majesty on high, being much made so much better than the angels, as he hath 
by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. What are you saying? Whenever Paul said we're sitting together with him. Whenever Jesus, you know where he is? Seated in the presence of Almighty God. That's the secret place. In the midst of the storm. In the midst of the trial. In the midst of the when the wind is blowing. And the earth is shaking. There's a place I can go and get into his presence. And just for a minute, I don't feel the wind. I don't feel the rain. I feel the presence and the Shekinah of Almighty God. That's why when David wrote, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. That word is one of the words for God, Elion. Most High, above all other monarchs. A name which is above all other names. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Almighty is Shaddai. Means the most powerful. Almighty God. Two names of God. David pulled right here in this first verse. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most Supreme Ruler. He's bigger than the Republicans. He's bigger than the Democrats. He's bigger than it doesn't matter. He is the Most High God. He is bigger than judges. He is bigger than doctors. He is bigger than report. He is is the most high God. He is able to walk into a hospital room regardless of what the doctors have said. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly. He is the almighty. He is not just able to walk in but he's able to do something about it. He is the almighty. <laughs> you say oh I, 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 I don't understand. I I don't feel like I deserve it. That's why Paul told Titus when he wrote his book, he said, For the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly and righteously and godly in this present world. Doing what? Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and our Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. What are you saying? When you feel overwhelmed, when you feel bad about what you've done, when you feel ashamed, that's when you need to get into the secret place of the Most High. Let the presence of the Lord and then you have to just say Psalms 91 1, the most high. He is the most high. I know that somebody else may give one word but when the most high says a word then everything else doesn't matter. If I could just get into the secret place of the most high everything will be alright. Brother Rogers told me that when they call and give him some of these bad reports he'll say well Today is a day I'm celebrating. And they'll say, well, 
well, well what, what, are you, what are you celebrating? It kind of takes him aback. And he said, well, I'm celebrating that my wife is coming home. He said, I'm telling you, Pastor, she's coming home, either this home or that home, but she's coming home. I'm holding on to it. I'm believing it. Why? I'm moving into the secret place of the Most High. I'm getting back into the presence of Almighty God. Oh, hallelujah. The second verse Psalms 9, I guess this would be called 912. So we can just keep going through them here. He said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. What are you talking about? Oh, I can't wait till this happens. I can't wait. Oh, I'm telling you, if I can, I need to buy some more shells. I need to. What's going to happen? I, oh God, it's going to be shut down. Oh Lord. I know we have to talk about all that stuff. All that's, you know, buy another roll package of toilet paper and buy another roll of paper towels or whatever. I get it. I, I, I realize that's where we are. But just don't let your speech be more about all yeah. that stuff yeah. than talking about God Amen. for a little bit. What are you talking about? He said, I will say of the Lord. Yes. <laughs> yes, Lord. Hyphen Bible study class, we've been studying in some of the Old Testament passages in Ecclesiastes, and I, I told them when you see the L-O-R-D all in caps, the L being taller and then the O-R-D smaller. It is a Hebrew word, Jehovah, or Yahweh, as we would say it. It means the covenant God. So here he is talking about Elyon, Shaddai. Now he says Jehovah, the covenant-keeping God. You know what Jesus means? Joshua means Yahweh saves. That's what the word Jesus means. Oh, the covenant God saves. He said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. In the Hebrew, it means a shelter from storms and rain and danger. He is my fortress. It means a castle or a stronghold that will withstand armies. I'm here to tell you, not only is he just some little cave that you can crawl into, he is a castle. Oh, he's got a fortress that will give us strength. And he said, my God and that word is Elohim which is the same word in the beginning God created the heaven and he, that means he is the creator what are you saying I'm here to tell you that that God that we serve is all he is the most powerful ruler he is the most powerful ruler the almighty he is a covenant keeping God not only that he is the creator he's able to say you know what I can remake these lungs I can remake this heart I can remake this blood I, that's the God that I serve I will say of my God he is my refuge he is my fortress he is my help in time of trouble 
you saying, Pastor? I'm here to tell you that if there was ever a time for us to say, oh, you know, in, in, in Mark, the 11th chapter, Jesus said to his disciples, have faith in God. For there, verily I say unto you that whatsoever you shall... When whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea, whosoever shall say, Have faith and speak, proclaim, and shall not doubt in his heart and believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Wherefore, therefore, I say unto you, Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you may receive them. And you shall have them. Yes. Paul reiterated that in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and the 13th through the 16th verse. It says, We, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak that the abundance of grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For the which cause we faint not, though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. What are you saying? Paul was saying it doesn't matter what's going on and I know I want I want miraculous healing for all of us but I'm here to tell you more than all of that I want us to all call 911 and get into the presence of the Lord and get the inward man strengthened. Get our minds strengthened. Get our hearts strengthened. I, I want our people to be strong and victorious and courageous in this hour. What are you saying? Why? Because we serve El Yon. We serve the Most High God. In fact, he's called the God of the Most High God. El El Yon. And then there are places where we, he talks about the Shaddai, the God Almighty, the Jehovah covenant keeper Jesus saves the Elohim the creator the refuge the fortress I'm here to tell you I want us to call 911 I know it's 11 8 and I, I realize our kids are downstairs and the, and the teachers are you know probably buzzing everybody now but what we're going to do for a moment just out of these first two verses I've got all of them I, I got them all the way through 16 I don't know if I'll finish them tonight or when, but I'm here to tell you we're going to call 911. We're going to stand and say, God, we believe that you are, in fact, the El Elyon. We believe that you are the Most High. We know you're the Almighty. We know you're the covenant keeper. We know you are indeed our refuge in the time of storm. Let's just stand and do that right now. Hallelujah. You are the creator God hallelujah hallelujah 